In the name of Jesus, amen. I'm assuming everyone here has heard of the song, The Twelve Days of Christmas. It is a song filled with absurd gifts. A partridge in a pear tree is as strange 200 years ago as it is, in fact, now. This song is filled with gifts that are not your average practical gifts, like those pairs of socks that you all received from your grandma when you were a child. Rather, they are completely impractical, which sometimes is the best kind of gift of all. The first Christmas gift was certainly impractical, a baby boy born in a feed trough. In fact, the last verse from the Old Testament reading says that the Messiah will bear his arm, yet Jesus' arm can't even lift itself. And then the first verse from the Epistle reading says that God will use his son to speak to us, but yet this mouth doesn't even know how to speak. And if you were to simply read through the Gospels, you would see that most people at this time were expecting a Messiah like King David. One who would unify all of Israel, rally the troops, Send the occupying foreign soldiers packing. So on Christmas, a baby boy is certainly impractical. Yet at the same time, perhaps you have received that gift that wasn't on your wish list, but turned out to be a pleasant surprise. I often see these gifts in the store, the sharper image. Your first response is, what is it? But after finding out what it really is and what it means for you, you smile. What appears useless turns out in its impracticality to be something more. For example, like giving your grandma a pair of dancing shoes when she doesn't know how to dance. From the Gospel reading yesterday, the angel said to Joseph, Do not be afraid. Similar to what the angels said to the shepherds, Do not be afraid. This is like someone telling you, Now, it might not have been on your wish list, but trust me. When baby Jesus shows up, the world around him, as it says in the Gospel reading for this morning, did not know him. The world, in a sense, was saying, what is this? Perhaps all of our Christmas hoopla overcompensates for the ordinariness of the Christmas story. We would rather have something grandiose, perhaps trumpets, foreign dignitaries, perhaps a TV Christmas special for baby Jesus. But when Jesus is born, 
perhaps the angels telling us, Joseph, the shepherds, and all of us to not be afraid is because we're ready to go home without noticing the baby rather than waiting to hear what he has to say to us, what he will do for and with us. The impractical nature of a baby boy leading the nations back to God causes us to wonder if God, in fact, knows what he is doing when he gave us this gift. Like the grandma who received dancing shoes from you. She wonders, do you know what you're doing? Here we realize we're at the mercy of the gift. Not in a coercive sense, because this gift is a baby. We're at the mercy of this gift in its tenderness. By opening ourselves to such an impractical gift, we begin to see a world ordered by God and realize the giver sees more to life than we do. This world is embodied by the baby Jesus. Where love is unconditional, peace reigns, forgiveness is a way of relating to one another, and life is marked by joy, just like a baby. At Christmas, we're now in a position that is a bit uneasy and unsettling because this gift is turning out to be more than we expected. Like the grandma who needs to figure out whether she'll fully receive those dancing shoes by putting them on and actually dancing, we too need to figure out if we'll receive this baby by picking him up and letting him touch us. As you are welcomed in the baby's life, things will change for you. Your past baggage, whatever has happened in your life before this moment is left behind. And when your eyes are fixed on that baby, and the baby's eyes are fixed on you, you realize at that moment there is nothing more important than the future that you have with this baby. Now the changes will be difficult as any parent can testify when there's a new baby in the house. Or like the grandma who has to actually put those dancing shoes on and work those muscles that she's never done before. Changes will be difficult. But at the same time, they are completely enlivening. And the enlivening comes from the fact that Jesus is such a surprise, as any impractical gift is. Prize for better, for worse. Receiving gifts that are practical, like a pair of socks, are easy. They're typical and they are predictable. You put them on and you are done. And a God who is practical and typical is easy to handle. But this baby, we cannot pick up and just simply put him back in the manger. That's impossible. Because this is God incarnate. And he 
isn't easy to handle. Infant Jesus, whose weak arm is the strength of God. Infant Jesus, who can't speak, is the word of God. Infant Jesus is the God who dwells among us. This is the Messiah who defeated God's enemies and established a new order based on God's mercy. And today we remember that this impractical gift actually grows up to live a very impractical life. A life based on grace. This baby will show love by being a sacrifice for us. This baby will show us how to survive suffering by suffering with us. This baby will grow up to live a life that's worth dying for. And this baby will grow up to defeat death by death. While the world makes peace through power that's based upon strength, Jesus this morning is the partridge in the pear tree. Infant Jesus is a strange gift that challenges us to wonder if God is serious, but at the same time, he is the gift that opens us up to love's pure light. Baby Jesus is an impractical gift where God surprises us with a life that will lead us in the way of peace and love and make us to become children of God. And he's here for you. Up and let him touch you. In the holy name of Jesus, Amen. Amen.